Hmm. What marketing gems can we catch from eBay's leading fishing tackle seller? (laughs) Sorry about the dad joke. Well, no matter whether you're a vet, a plumber or a seamstress, there are plenty. Let's get him on the line. Okay, okay, no more dad jokes. Well, I said, welcome to a small business marketing show. Where successful small business owners share their souls. To take your marketing straight to the lead. Now, here's your host, Mr. Tim Bowie. Welcome back, listeners, to another episode of Australia's number one marketing show. I'm your host, Timbo Reed. You, so much more importantly... You're a motivated business owner. You love what you do. You want to build it into the empire it deserves to be, yeah? And that's what we do around here. We help you do it. We give you sometimes a step-by-step guide on how to do it. But we take you deep inside the bowels of marketing and shine a spotlight on this very, very dark art that so many business owners think it is. Hey, um, if you're new to the show, yeah, yeah, that's what we do. And welcome. Big hugs all round. And if you're not new to the show, thanks for coming back for a little bit more marketing gold. Hey, uh, big show. Yeah, yeah. We're joined by an eBay success story. Paul Newenhouse, who has built a multi-million dollar eBay business from a little country town, check this, called Jacob's Well. Now, I tell you that for no other reason than it sounds like a setting for a horror film. But I've got to also tell you, my chat with Paul is anything but a horror story. I think you're going to love it. And you don't have to be an eBay seller to benefit from it. Let me tell you that. Plus, I've got a motivational quote from that wonderful marketer, Sir Winston Churchill. Yeah, him. Now, today's show lovingly brought to you by the people at Key Person of Influence, which is the world's leading business accelerator program. So if you want to become an industry thought leader, I would suggest at the very least grabbing a free hard copy of their Amazon bestseller. It is a ripper over at keypersonofinfluence.com forward slash Timbo. And speaking of free books, you can grab a free one on my behalf over at audibletrial.com forward slash SBBM. I've just finished recently Steve Martin's bio, Born Standing Up, and it is brilliant, especially good if you want to be a public speaker. Hey, uh, as per usual, there is marketing, G-O-L-D, dripping from the ceiling. Yeah over here at the Small Business Big Marketing HQ. So let's get stuck right in. Do you need a speaker for your next conference? Recommend Timbo to your event organiser. Or better still, book him. Tim Reid, that's R-E-I-D dot com dot A-U. Righto, let's get stuck right, and I mean right into today's guest. And as I raised the question up the front, what can every small business learn from a successful eBay seller? Well, absolutely plenty. My guest today is Paul Newenhouse. He's the founder of a hugely successful eBay business called Hooked Online and Sinker. And um, we haven't had the eBay discussion on this show in any great detail previously. So I reached out to a friend of the show's, Paul Greenberg, who heads up the National Online Retailers Association, and I said, hey, Paul, who, who should we talk to and interrogate about all things eBay? And in a heartbeat, Paul suggested Paul. <laughs> yeah. And he was 100% right. This guy lives and breathes it. Maybe to an extreme extent. I will let you make that judgment. We'll have a little discussion afterwards. But he sells hundreds of thousands of dollars of fishing products each year. In fact, uh, he's been around for five years. He's done close to $3 million US uh, in total in that time from a zero starting point. Wasn't in e-commerce previously. Just worked for his brother's uh, business. I think you're going to enjoy this one. We cover why eBay versus not, you know, just a basic e-commerce site. Secrets to listing products and services on eBay, which we can all learn from. How to create unfor- unforgettable customer experiences and offer amazing customer service, which is much harder to do online than it is offline because things get misinterpreted sometimes, you know. And why every business in Australia, no, 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 actually the world, should have an e-commerce play as part of what they do. Oh, we also talk about work-life balance, which I think you're going to find very interesting. 
Now, stay tuned after the interview because I share my top three learnings plus direct you to a blog post which Paul has shared with me where he goes into really micro detail about his eBay rise to stardom. It's really, really interesting stuff. I started off by asking Paul just how much does he love what he does? I live and breathe it and I'm addicted, hence the name Hooked Online. It, it really? Is it? Is the name come out of the, your addiction more than the fact that you sell fishing tackle? It, 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 that is how the name came about. When I first started um, on eBay, oh, I really was new to e-commerce. Um, it was a great learning, like a, a great start. And my wife, I drove her insane and that's where the name come from. I came Hooked Online. <laughs> what is the addiction? Because addiction is a big word and a very emotional word. So for you, what was it that just kind of hooked you, excuse the pun? The Well, I, I just got stuck on the computer for 12, 15, 18 hours a day. And the time just flew as in, you know, I'd go to start something and next thing four or five hours had passed and it really seemed like seconds. I guess the addiction was... As soon as I put products online, well, on eBay, um, you could see the counter going, that people were watching the item, that the, the page views were coming up, and then even better, of course, was the sales. Hey, Paul, I'd ha- I've got to ask, mate, how are you in poker machines? Um, <laughs> stay I, away I, from them. I know that they rip you off, so I do <laughs> try. I do stay away from them. Right, because it's interesting because your addiction was it was pre-sale. You know, you just loved immediately the idea of, what, sourcing product, getting it online, uploading it, seeing the amount of views, watches, you know, and all that before you even made a sale. True. Well, well, it goes probably back a little bit further. My brother was online um, for about six or seven years and he was always in my ear saying, you know, e-commerce is the way of the future. But to be honest, at that stage, I was flat out turning on a computer and, and, you know, it was when I went and visited him and, and saw how well he was doing and, and to see orders rolling in at midnight, it, it just blew me away. What was he selling? Uh, he started off with a company called Cheap Chips selling memory cards. Yeah, uh, another good day. But he found that, found that it, it, it's, you know, people would upgrade their camera every 12 months or two years yeah. but take the memory card out and, you know, put it in their new camera. So he sold that business and was looking for a consumable, something that, you know, would be replaced on a constant basis. So he came up with tea. He's now got a company called Adore Tea. Um, he employs over 200 people. He's got a, a, a tea house in Canberra. No. And he's, he's doing extremely well. And that, that's where it all started. I went down to give him a hand. Oh, you got a taste for it. I did. And then it was, you know, what can I do? What can I do? And... His advice was, you know, be passionate, sell something that you know and love, you know, work hard and try and find something that's a consumable, not, not a one-off buy so that you can get a loyal customer base. And I was running a boat hire in a little town called Jacobs Well on the Gold Coast and it just dawned on me one day, I'd, I'd seen these fishermen go out on a daily basis and it was hook, line and sinker that would be constantly replaced. Hold that thought. Your your brother giving you the big advice of find something that you love and you're passionate about. Yes. Was your brother – because I actually asked this question of Nathan Huppets at costumes.com.au the other week when I was out there. I said to him and his partner, they've got a $7 million costume selling business. I said, do you guys love costumes? And both of them said they have no interest whatsoever in costumes. How much interest did your brother have in memory chips – and tea. I don't think there was a huge interest in the in the memory chips, to be right. honest. Just something that he saw was going to make money. But tea, he was passionate about. He drinks tea, <laughs> and after researching, it, it was not really. Yeah, you know, there was no one doing it properly online as such. Um, I just wonder whether the passion uh, and love of the product is mission critical for an online business because speaking to you sounds like you love the process, the uploading and the kind of just, you know, all the systems and processes that go along with it. Speaking to Nathan, he's exactly the same. He's just an a self-professed IT geek. Um, yep. I, and then you've got your brother on the other side who loves tea and is now making uh, a decent living out of it. I, I don't know. I don't know what the answer is, but it's certainly an interesting question. Do you need to to be passionate about what oh, you sell? I, I, I don't think you need to be passionate so much about the product, but I think it certainly helps. Um, you know, we pride ourselves on personalising our service, and and you know, we really work hard on getting our repeat customers. And I think if you've got a genuine interest in the product that you're selling and a genuine knowledge mm. on it, 
think it, you know, it, that reflects back to your customers and, and um, that's what keeps, you know, we've got a heaps and heaps of repeat business and, and customers that will even spend more for a certain product knowing they're going to get the service and, and the backup if required. I want to talk to you later on about service because that is a clearly for you a point of difference and something you're passionate about. But your brother says, find something you love. You've already got a boat hire business on the drink where you live, um, on the drink, so to speak. Uh, <laughs> On the water. So you're doing it. Selling fishing tackle online makes perfect sense. Why eBay? Why not an online store? That's pretty easy to answer. Like I said earlier on, I had no idea of e-commerce, to be to be honest. Um, you know, to set up a website, I, I didn't know where to begin. And just basically Googling, you know, how to set up a website, eBay would pop up. It, it was such a, a, a user-friendly system to use. It was just a great starting point. My brother didn't believe in it, um, but he had a, you know, an IT team to back him up, yeah. whereas I, I didn't. And I was so raw to it that it, it's it's all self-explanatory. Um, you know, there's a listing template that you can start with. So you don't need a, a graphic artist to, to design something. It, it's it's all pre, pre-loaded. So it's a listing template meaning here's the questions we, we need you to answer, put the information in and hit publish. Correct. Would, 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 would that be different? We're talking five years ago, correct, when you started Hooked Online. Yes. Would that be different now given the ease of use of, of, of programs like Shopify and Big Commerce? Look, there's, there's, there's lots of other players out there now, and I've looked at, at everything, of course, because I try to keep up to date well, as you're much addicted, as possible. you're addicted, mate. You're addicted. But nothing is, 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 is as easy to use, in my opinion, as eBay. I mean, we now have a, a CMS, but we're powered by Neto, which has all those features. But there are that many features there that for the novice, it can become very, very confusing. And I, I would suggest to... I've helped quite a few people out to, to get online and, and that's just what I say. Start on eBay because it's, it, it provides that you genuine feedback. Most people leave feedback. If you do the wrong thing, okay, it's disheartening to get a negative or a neutral feedback, but it educates you on where you went wrong and, and how to rectify the, where you went wrong or how to fix the problem. Whereas a website... You know, unless someone takes the time to, to email you and contact mm. you on where you went wrong, you're never going to know. And that's where I guess you could, if you're raw to it, you could fail miserably while spending a lot of money and investing time into a website and you're not getting that genuine feedback. Okay, so tell us about your first sale. I think we need to go there. Must have been a very exciting time, Paul. It was. Well, the first sale, you know, I started on eBay. I looked through, because I ran my boat hire business from a tackle store that was owned by a friend. And it was sinkers that is something that's a no emotion buy. It's a you know, a lead ball that you need to get your bait or your hook down to the bottom <laughs> yeah. of the ocean. So I thought, gee, and they were really, really cheap to buy. They're sold in packets in you know, different sizes, size zero to ten in a ball sinker. And I thought, gee, there's no one doing a, a, a mixed pack because when I go fishing, I'd like, you know, depending on the yeah. current and the depth and the species targeted, I usually used four or five different types of sinkers or had four or five types in my tackle box. And I thought, I'll get a little tackle box that was on a clearance sale for a dollar. And I made a 60-pack of sinkers um, in five sizes. There happened to be five compartments in the tackle box. I listed it straight away, took a photo of it, just with a three-megapixel camera, popped it on eBay. Within a couple of hours, it had sold. There was only a dozen page views. There was one person watching it and there was one sale. And you're away. You're away. I packed the thing up and and it, it, it... it only went about 30 kilometres down the road. The next night, I got feedback off the customer and it was glowing feedback. Mm. And I was like, wow, this is just incredible. I can't believe that, you know, my little idea of this sinker pack. And that was the only item I had on eBay. And that really spurred me on and got the ball rolling. And I then made an 80 pack of sinkers. That was my second listing. And it also sold within a couple of days. Right. Yeah. Then I started looking for clearance items so I could be super competitive. You know, now we've got just over 3,600 items on eBay. A bit because, okay, so you're selling fishing tackle. Um, eBay is generally, from what I hear, is shopped on price uh, yes. primarily. Uh, fishing tackle, sort of a commodity, you know, like, I don't know, I guess there's better brands than others and stuff, but how do you get people, to, how do you get your buyers to be less price sensitive and go, I've got to buy from Paul? Okay, at the time of listing, we try and 
you know, be the best price. However, in the last five years, things have dramatically changed. Um, it's super duper competitive, especially on eBay. We try and provide as much info. Well, we do provide as much information as we can. We don't just generically use what the supplier gives. We'd like to add our own little touch yeah. to it. We add as many photos. We do a lot of our own photography rather than just a single stock supplied photo. The we offer thirty day um, returns, a money back or exchange. Um, and they're all things that on eBay put you higher in the search. eBay's search algorithmic system is not just on price mm -hmm. unless you choose to search from you know, lowest to highest price. So, so, so can eBay index the copy that you're writing in the description or just the boxes that you tick and untick when in, inside their template? Well, we use now use a Neato template which integrates with eBay. Mm -hmm. um, so I'm not too sure there, to be honest, Tim. Okay. So the algorithm, though, does take into account the fact that, oh, hang on, that person's offering 30-day uh, no-risk returns, that one isn't, we'll rank the one that is higher. Is that kind yes. of the way it's going? Yes, it is. And, and an item that's newly listed is generally pushed to the top by eBay as well, and mm -hmm. it goes on the amount of impressions and to sales. So you've got, you know, you've got now thousands of items up there. You are offering all these mm, sort of added value. But it, what you're doing, and it's what I hear a lot of businesses do, particularly not just online businesses but businesses with websites, is that they're reducing buyer fear. Yes. Right? Is, that, is that kind of your mindset when listing something? Yes, definitely. It's like I say to, to, to people that ask me about the business, we're selling to an invisible audience. Um, mm. And when you search, for example, sinkers, there's going to be thousands of, of, of listings for the same product. So you know, having a clear photo, a good description. Nowadays, it's not just price. People do look at the feedback. You know, we've got, we pride ourselves on that. We've got 100% positive feedback with just over, I think, 80,000, 90,000 transactions on eBay. So... That people do look for that these days. They, 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 if something's if we're ten dollars and someone else is eight dollars, but they're at ninety eight percent feedback. Yep. It's that that trust and that they massive. know that they're going to get. It, it's massive advantage for sure, and that's difficult to maintain. <laughs> I, I got it. Well, I can imagine, and I want to ask you about feedback in a minute. But I, I, all everything we're learning here that you're sharing applies to obviously anyone wanting to start an eBay business, but really any business because it's like. Yep. Clear photos, yeah. Uh, great descriptions, yeah. Um, you know, interesting copy, um, guarantees, good feedback, testimonials. I mean, like, what what business doesn't this apply to? eBay just eBay just seems to be this very concentrated marketplace that forces you to get all this right here and now. True, mm. true. But it, it does it, it explains it every aspect along the way, like it, it, it really does. And it's so, this is what's so good about eBay. Because of the of your views and your sales and your watches and your feedback, you can constantly monitor what's going on. If you list a product, and let's say back to sinkers again, and you, you put them on for $20 and you've had 500 people view your listing and mm -hmm. not one sale, well, generally that's going to be price <laughs> first. Mm. Um, and then what you, you know, I suppose you need to educate yourself a little bit there. You've got to research then and see what other people are selling that similar type of product for. And if everyone else is around 10 to $12, would, you're never going to get $20, no matter how loyal your customers are. Yeah, right. Right. Hey, listeners, I'm speaking with Paul Newenhouse, founder of eBay store Hooked Online and Sinker. Before I ask Paul about his secret source around marketing his eBay store, here's a brief word from our sponsors. Support for this show comes from Key Person of Influence, a structured business accelerator program for those keen to be an industry thought leader. Recently, I asked co-founder Glenn Carlson what led him to starting 
KPI. 78% of Australian businesses have less than four employees and they're in the service space. So doctors, lawyers, financial planners, personal trainers, physiotherapists, and there was nothing really structured to look after those people and help them accelerate through their entrepreneurial journey. And, and we have a very strong and have always had a very strong affinity with those sorts of business owners because we are those sorts of business owners and that's what the Key Person of Influence program is designed to uh, to help people do. Key Person of Influence, taking you from good to seriously great. For a free hard copy of their Amazon bestseller, visit keypersonofinfluence.com forward slash Timbo. Hey, now, Paul, we're back. Yes. And um, let's dig a bit deeper into the whole marketing thing. You um, you say you love to offer a warm, fuzzy, memorable online experience. Is there anything else that you do besides, you know, getting your pictures right, your descriptions and all that type of stuff? Is there a, is there a live element? Is there an inbound kind of call centre or something that you have? Yes, we've got a, a, a contact number on all our listings for any inquiries. Um, we personalise our orders, as in our staff will write on the order, handwrite the person's name. So if you bought an item office, we oh, would nice. have a, a, a good day, Tim. Every single Just, item? Every single order. Love it. It's every order we, we personalise. And I think, especially the older generation, they really appreciate to be called by their name. And in a, it's not a generic... A, a generic um, template, do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's handwritten, so people can see. I, I, my, my words are, you know, we, we our staff are trained to pack with love. I want that parcel to go out. I want the customer, when they grab their parcel out of the letterbox, to go, gee, that's it's presented nice, it's well-wrapped. They open it up. There's a personalised handwritten note there. We also do include a, a very small free gift with every order, which we match up to the, to the order. So if someone buys... Some hooks we might throw in a little packet of sinkers. If someone buys a, a, a you know, spends a, a couple of hundred dollars on a on a mixed tackle pack, we might throw in a filleting knife. It, it's such a simple thing to do, isn't it? I, I, today I received a parcel from I bought on using my Qantas points. I bought a very nice pair of Bose headphones, Paul. I'm quite excited, by the way, um, <laughs> mate. They arrived and that was all neatly packed, but it it was completely. And utterly impersonal. Now yeah. you could go, well, that's Qantas, and they're using a third. They're using a mail house, and they don't have anything to do with it. But imagine if they did have something to do with it. Imagine if they did. Hey, say thanks for flying Qantas. You know, we're so glad you're using your loyalty points to get something. You know, you you, you wanted. And I don't know. It just like to me that there's there's a couple of additional steps in the chain for them that might cost them some money, but. I'm going to feel a bit more, pre, you know, emotionally predisposed towards them. True. And that, that's what, you know, that's what sets us apart. I mean, we sell brand name tackle. We don't import anything ourselves. So we're competing against, you know, the, the huge companies out there. Um, and that's what sets us apart. We have to come up, you know, that's e-commerce. We have to constantly evolve and to personalise as much as we can and to, to try to provide that warm, fuzzy feeling. As You know, you go into a shop and you go and buy a rod and reel. It's, it's an emotional buy. You, you touch and feel the product. Um, you've got a, a salesperson there that well, most of the time should be good and, and treat you like a king. Mm-hmm. But online, you they, they can't touch and feel. Mm-hmm. They're, just, they're giving you money hoping that you're going to send the product, hoping it's going to be described, you know, to perfection. And I figure if someone hands me, whether it's $1 or $1,000, it gives me the opportunity to personalise that and get that person to come back. Um, you know, the, the bigger companies spend millions of dollars in, in glossy brochures to mail out and, you know, I don't know the exact stats, but probably half the people get that junk mail and throw it in the bin. Oh, mate, there's a classic photo of you standing next to your, post, uh, your letterbox and you're standing over your rubbish bin, <laughs> yes. and you get it out of your letterbox and you dump it into the rubbish bin. We, I've got a P.O. box and in the room at the post office where the P.O. box is, there's a bin. <laughs> it's yes. like, and guess what it's full of? Brochures, junk yes. mail. It's like, I don't know, at what point? What? What? It's just a numbers game, I guess, for the big guys who have got lots of dough to, to burn, I, you know. Hey, um, 
Let's move on. Fascinating, because yeah. what I love about this conversation, Paul, is that there is the applications are broad. They're broad ranging for anyone listening. Um, you have an infectious kind of personality around your whole e- e- eBay thing. How do you attract and retain staff who share your view? We're very casual business. Um, we're open and honest all the time with, with each other. I give staff the ability to make decisions. I listen to their input. In, in fact, I ask on a regular basis, is, you know, is there anything you think we could do to improve? Um, are there products you think that we should we should list online? We like to value add rather than selling um, you know, just a rod on its own. We will we'll bundle something up and sometimes look, one of our girls that works for us, Stacey, she's come up with an idea this week with a little soft kids tackle bag and she said, oh, wouldn't that be great for Christmas if you added a hand line and a hook remover and some some other, you know, some other gear, which we've just knocked up this morning and Lucas, my warehouse manager, will be taking photos of that today and, and doing an exhaustive description on it. <laughs> and th- that's something that then, rather than someone buy a tackle bag, a tackle box, a hand caster, all in separate transactions. It's all bundled into the one package and it's another, it's a personally made product and that was a joint effort to come up with that concept right down to where we we lay the products out on on our photography table and go, oh, you know, let's throw in a hook remover with that and it creates a picture that tells a story. Yeah, love it. Ownership of the staff, it's their idea. You're creating something that the customer um, wants. And I think I've told this story before on the show. I used to be the marketing manager at Flight Centre and the travel industry are very good at packaging things up. And one of the things that I remember doing that was very successful was taking a number of elements of a Bali holiday, you know, flight, uh, transfers, accommodation, and the wholesaler threw in like um, a bathrobe and a spa treatment and a candlelit dinner, right? So we put all that into a package, but we called it the Bali Pamper Pack. And it just sold. It went nuts. And, you know, part of that was it was was well-priced, but giving it that emotional name seems to also uh, work. Yes. So... uh, don't know whether you're doing that, but feel free to. That comes back to the description, Tim. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. To be as you know detailed as possible, and and try and do something that's that not everyone else is doing. Totally. Hey, where are you at now? Wrap some numbers um, around it. I want to talk because shortly I want to move into like why doesn't every business have an online component? But where are you at now? Five years down the track, you know, number of sales, turnover, staff, products, what, whatever you can share, Paul. Okay, we in our first year on eBay, we had 500 products listed, like after 12 months. Um, last year, we were at 2,500. Currently, we're just over 3,600. Um, we've done turned over more than 2 million US because eBay's in US dollars um, in five years. The, I think we've done just over 90,000 eBay transactions and then our website of course, which is quite new, 18 months old, and that's starting to take, you know, get some traction too now. Uh, you have got a website, so you have got an online store? Yes. You are going to slowly move to that and away from eBay? Look, eBay's been that good to me. Yeah, but it's costing you a lot of dough. I get that quite often, and I get some friends that are also in business that say, why don't you move off eBay, save the commission that you pay eBay mm-hmm. and invest that you know, into Google Analytics, for example. Look, what eBay does, it, it's got a, I think, 4.4 million Australian users. It's got traffic. It's got traffic. And, I mean, you really are kidding yourself unless you've got you know, not even tens, hundreds of thousands of dollars to climb up. I mean, there's so many businesses online, especially mm. in my category, in the fishing tackle category. Well, it'll be interesting. It will be interesting. I'd like to talk to you in a couple of years' time and see what your response to that is. But I get it. There's certainly traffic. But um, I remember talking to a lady a few about six or eight months ago. From she had an online store called um, Three Bird Nest, and she was listed with Etsy. She was doing eighty grand a month on Etsy. She's now completely moved off Etsy and is running her business completely on the online store because of the because of the fees attached. But but it is it's it swings and roundabouts. I get it. Hey. You reeled off some pretty impressive stats. Um, how does that make you feel to have gone from zero to hero? 
incredible. It, it, it really is. It, it's, it's been an amazing ride, so to speak. It's been a lot of hard work. Um, but I just, I do, I love it. I love getting, we honestly get every single day, we get a personalised email to us thanking us for the, for the yeah. product and the, and the service. Even better is when we get phone calls. We, we probably average half a dozen phone calls a week. But, you know, we, we on all our orders, like I said before, we personalise, we handwrite the name and we add a little gift that says with compliments and we ask people to, to, to let us know if the gift is of use. So we get people ringing us up and saying, oh, wow, those, you know, the key ring you sent us is, is my favourite colour. And they're just the little things that make it all worthwhile. Yep. Yep, bit of recognition. Tell me, we've got a whole lot of retailers listening to this show, Paul. Um, many with high, what I call high street stores. Yes. Um, is there any reason why they shouldn't have an online e-commerce presence, either on eBay or just on their website? I think it's crazy today not to have some type of online presence. Um, I don't know if you've got time for a quick. Quick story here, but mate, I love a story. As long as there's a good funny gag too in there, <laughs> I'm not too good at those. <laughs> but we're in our third retail store now. Um, the second retail store I had was next to a lady who did had a sewing business, um, you know, repairing clothes and mm-hmm. taking up hems and whatnot. And we're in a in a small country town, Jacob's Well. And she said, "Oh, you know, struggling here." And I said. You should be online, and she said, "You're kidding! Like, who would? How would that work? I, I repair clothes, and I said, well, there's no one doing it.' I said, "You got to understand that, that online, you, where you are now, you're targeting an audience of 1,400 people live in our town, 10 kilometre radius, roughly, um, and people aren't going to drive 20 kilometres to come to, to to your dress repair shop." When there's probably one around the corner from them, I said, "But all of a sudden, you've got an online presence, and you're appealing." to the whole nation. She said, but who would use it? And I said, well, I said that to my brother with his tea. Like, who's buying tea at 1 o'clock in the morning? You've got the mining industry. You've got Mm -hmm. people in remote areas. People are buying online. So my example to her was, here you've got these guys working in the Pilbara, making thousands of dollars a week driving a truck. They buy a pair of Levi jeans online. They get them back to their accommodation. They try them on. They're too long. Always too long, those Levi's. Yep, yep. So how do they... You know, they're not going to drive 400 kilometres on no. their, their on their day off and wait three or four days to get their jeans taken up. I said, so what I would do is I would I would set up a website. I would offer the service where you email someone a reply paid label. They pay up front for the postage and, and, and your service. And I said, and the price doesn't matter because the guy that's or the, or the lady that's bought a $500 dress or the miner that's bought mm-hmm. his $100 pair of jeans, if it's $30 to send those jeans to you for you to take them up and send them what back. What about what about the measuring of the inside leg, though? Look, that, that, that would be up to her. Um, I, I don't know. I mean, the, the customer would obviously have to supply, you know, or, or roll have to just, yeah, They'd have to say, look, bring it up a couple of inches or do, you know, but obviously you can't do it. Did, did she do it? No. And, oh. she, and she's no longer in business either, which oh. is, you know, which is a shame. But, I mean, that, that's just one example, Tim. I, any business can have a, an online presence, even if you're selling yeah. tractors that you can't send in the mail. I mean, people still nowadays, are, I mean, most of our sales now, I think around about 68%, are done on a mobile phone. I spoke at a Husqvarna conference a few months ago and uh, speaking to one of the delegates there and she's got a lawnmower business, sells right on lawnmowers. Um, she listed some lawnmowers, funnily enough, on Gumtree for overseas listeners. That's sort of like a free, it's kind of like Craigslist, I suppose. And um, she was in Warnable. Someone contacted her from Geelong, so three uh, three hours drive away, um, because they'd seen the listing on uh, on Gumtree and bought it, and you know could have bought the same mower in Geelong. God knows why yes. he didn't, but um, you know don't question people's buying behaviour. Just 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 um, just make sure you you know you service it. True, and that comes back to your product knowledge again. It, it doesn't really matter where you are these days. Um, obviously, something that you can post out is is going to be more successful online. Mm-hmm. But I think um, you know, a lot of small business are your mums and dads and, and they're, they're probably, you know, they're not young. And I think they get frightened about having a website and being online and, and monitoring it. But it's 
it really is quite simple these days and it's not doesn't cost the earth anymore to, to get a professional looking website mm. and you're missing out on anyone that googles whatever product they're looking for if you don't if you're not there you're not going to be recognized yeah 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 it's fascinating isn't it did you have young kids paul yes i do i've got three how old are they got a the youngest is a little boy joel he's five then i've got a nine-year-old daughter and an 11 year old son so at some point certainly for the 11 year old uh, he's not far away from being able to sell something on ebay really is he he has already <laughs> oh, here we go what's he what's he into he's he sold quite a few things he's because i spend my whole life online on the computer um i have a home office of course so you know they, they come and sit with me and mm. I have the, the, the app on my phone and my iPad, so every time there's a sale, it makes the ka noise. You're kidding, mate. It'd be, you'd need to turn it, put it on silent. Sometimes we do, um, especially if we've got a daily deal or something <laughs> and, you know, you have 500 sales in a, you know, in a, well, our record was 300 tackle boxes in 184 minutes, so the thing's ka <laughs> like crazy. But, no, the kids get excited and... Um, so he's into it. Love it. But my point is, I mean, this is a business model that anyone can do. Anyone. True. And it's a business model that meets the changing landscape of how we live, you know, how we want to live. There's free, yes. there's freedom in this business model that you're talking yes. about. I think, you, interestingly enough, and uh, with respect, you probably haven't, you've chosen not to take that freedom. You're a workaholic. Um, maybe you're creating freedom. Maybe your long-term plan is to... Uh, Go and drop a line in five years' time for five, five years, but uh... oh, look, I have I have actually <laughs> slowed down this year. Have you not so much slowed down, but I've I've reassessed things and and prioritised. I had some great mentors that I met through the PISA that, that have helped me out there. PISA being the um, Professional eBay Sellers Association. Yes, yep. correct. Yep. Yeah, I live on the water. Um, I actually moved. I've got a house on the water, an acre and a half, and that's where my warehouse is and my retail store's 800 metres down the road. Obviously, I've got staff here all day, six and a half days a week. Do you feel as though you have work-life balance, whatever that is? To be honest, no, I didn't. Um, Over the Christmas holidays last year, I made that conscious decision that I need to change and need to spend more time with my family. Five months ago, I, I moved just up the road to another waterfront place with a pontoon. I bought a, a little bay cruiser, or my son and I actually. He does a lot of work in the warehouse and yeah. he saved up for half of it. Um, and, and Your 11-year-old son saved up for half a bay cruiser? Yes. Give yes. me a break. Yes. He, he does do a lot. He's... All th- well, all three of my kids actually work hard. My, my youngest one just finished school holidays. As I said before, we do gift packs with every order. Yeah. He packed around about 2,000 gift packs over the school holidays, and that wasn't forced either. That's Oh, yeah, 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 sure, sure. Hey? It's, not, it's not cheap labour. Yeah, yeah. No, they, they, they Mate, enjoy you pack those 2,000 items or you're grounded for a week. Yeah, no, definitely not. They, they enjoy doing it, and that the, we're all mad into our fishing. Um, and so now what we do is I try and pick the kids up in the afternoon and that's, again, the beauty of being online because you know, the sales go 24 hours a day. Mm. So now I sort of try and leave here at 3 o'clock the warehouse, leave the manager behind till 5 um, and I will, we'll jump on the boat and I've got my iPad with me. Uh, I can work out on the water so... <laughs> the last the last five months, I've, I've really I've probably had more time with my family in the last five months right. than I did in the last five years. So yeah, I'm finally getting that balance back to where it should be, and really enjoying it. It's it's fantastic to you know we go over to Stradbroke Island, we pull up on the beach there, throw out an anchor, the kids go for a swim, slide down the sand dunes, and I can sit there and answer emails. I can check my listings. It's Brilliant. <laughs> well, it's, that's brilliant for you, and it's it's horses for courses, and and uh, to me that sounds like uh, oh, I don't know. I'm being judgmental here. Can I be judgmental? Of course. <laughs> you can hang up, but you know, like I don't know. If I'm sitting on the beach, the kids are running around having a ball, and they look up to see Dad on the iPad, I would be just flushed with guilt. Look, yes and no. Um, Again, you, you know, I've got to get my priorities right, but it's not like I go over there and, and work constantly. It's, mm. I guess this is where that word addiction comes back in. Yes. The iPad chings or it makes a, a noise when there's a, an email come through. 
and I don't, it probably sounds really terrible here, but I don't want to miss out on the sale, team. So if there's a query there, and and that's e-commerce today, if someone sends you an email and says, look, I want to buy you know, three of these items, what's the best price you can do? As I noticed that you, you that the postage is included in each item, which is, say, yeah. $10 each, well, I want to respond there and then and get that sale and say, look, I can take $20 off if you commit to buying three. Are, are you not able to outsource that kind of decision? Yes, I, and I do. Um, Lucas, my manager, he's he's on call as well all the time. He's also loves his job and loves mm-hmm. this, this industry. So, you know, we share that and it, it's not constant, you know what I mean? It, it's not... And I do switch off. I mean, if that's we, not your kids squ- squealing in the background, is it? Or is no, is that's, it? that's a bird. But <laughs> <laughs> uh, Paul, mate, I, I get it. Uh, you, you love what you're doing. Many don't. So far be it for me to discourage uh, your approach to business and uh, and I think what you're doing is, you know, it's a modern world of business which more more business owners need to adopt, whether it is eBay or just having that, that e-commerce presence because I have a very strong feeling that the high street of today uh, will be is very different to what it's going to look like in 10 years' time. I don't know what, I don't know what shops are going to look like. I wish I did but... We're already seeing stuff in Korea where people are taking photos of QR codes and, you know, getting to oh, – I'm digressing, but, you know, it's a changing world and you're a part of it, mate. So thank you so much for sharing. H- how can people um, find you? you uh, hooked Online and Sinker is your eBay store. Yes, uh, and our website's hookedonline.com.au. You're on our, Twitter? We're not, but we are on Facebook. You haven't got time for Twitter. You're on Facebook. I'd love, I'd love listeners to hit you up on Facebook. What, what's that page? Just Hooked Online Fishing. But, yeah, the easiest, if, if anyone wants to personally contact me, um, yeah, just go to our website, hookedonline.com.au. All my details are there. Um, and, yeah, if anyone wants to have a chat, feel free to give me a call or send me an email. Thanks, Paul. Not a problem, Tim. Thank you. As often happens after the interview finishes, my guest shares further wonderful insights and Paul was no exception. So I kept the cameras rolling, so to speak, well, at least the microphone rolling, because Paul shared just how influential eBay has been and continues to be in helping grow his business. Check this. But our biggest claim to fame on eBay is three pieces ago, three years ago, I was approached by eBay because of our name hooked online and we got invited to participate in the deals program. Mm-hmm. which is home page exposure. And today we've got a daily deal on a Plano 300-piece tackle box. And I don't know because I've got my thing turned off. But as soon as that email went out at 5 past 10, Queensland time, you know, it, within a minute there's a sale for that item. And, you know, group buys are the, are the absolute golden, you know, the golden egg. Uh, we've had probably half a dozen just off memory. And they've all sold out within hours, you know, 300 tackle boxes, 500 rod and reel kits. Now, that type of exposure, it's not just, okay, there's a very low margin in a group buy because eBay like to see 50% off the RRP mm-hmm. and free postage, of course. But that exposure, when, you know, a couple of million emails get sent out and there's our name in lights, if it sells out, it's even it works even better for us because the, the nature of, of people is, oh, I missed out, and then they click into our store yeah. and then there's 3,600 items. Now, people that, you know, a golfer that doesn't fish isn't going to open that email or look at the product. But the guy who fishes and misses out on that deal that goes to our store, again, I don't have that information. eBay would have that. But, you know, it's so many. But what happens is on a, on, a, on a daily deal or a group buy, our sales double, not just for the day that that deal is on, it, it, it goes generally for five to up to ten days that our business, our, our turnover doubles. And, and does your CMS also capture the email address of every buyer so therefore yes. you, you so you can communicate with them off yes. eBay? Yes. Yeah, yes. Yeah. So that's – what's that? That's How big's your list? Oh, last time – and it's a while ago and we haven't even started to it. exploit that. Mm. But I'd say we've got over – 150,000 email addresses, <laughs> which, you know... Oh, we're, mate, we're, just, send, just send them one link to one episode of my show, will you? Yeah. <laughs> it's, you know, this is where I've... 
I'm not educated enough there, Tim, to be honest. Yeah, right. And I don't mind saying it. I've still got heaps to learn. And Nito is just such a powerful, amazing platform to use. And yes. we've only just scratched the surface with the features that are available to us. We can do a loyalty program. We can do, you know, we can retarget. And these are things that I briefly touched on with Nathan, actually, at last year's PISA. And Nathan does a lot of work for my main mentor is... Um, Sean O'Brien that owns Selby, he's down in, in Victoria. And Nathan does a lot of work for Sean or, and with Sean. So, you know, I've, I've, just in the last couple of years, I'm really starting to get to know these guys and and Sean's just been amazing. He, he flew up here, I think I mentioned that in my bio, and went through my warehouse and he was really hard and quite ruthless at the start of, you know, what's your best-selling skew? And I went, oh, I think the 3182, all this, all that. And he said, no, that's not the question I asked you, mate. What's mm. your best-selling skew? He said, you don't even know, do you? And I said, no, I don't. To be honest, I, I don't. Mm. And then he gave me some some formulas to, to use in Excel and then we exported out of Nito into Excel and re-imported and it just opened up my eyes and, it, it, you know, We've cut our ordering down. I used to probably spend 10 hours a week walking down my aisles in the warehouse trying to work out what to order. And like Sean pointed out to me, Paul, you're ordering with your heart and with your gut. He said, you need to do a proper skew analysis. Like, isn't that available on NETO? And I said, yes, it is, but I've never used it. Mm. So he spent the whole day here and we did a priority list and, and I implemented that and I stayed in touch. Like I had a one-month, three-month, six-month and 12-month list. And I emailed that back to him and it's been... That's what, again, makes me love e-commerce, Tim, is that people are willing to share in this industry um, and, and to trade information. I think because it's so new, there are no real books mm. on it as, as such. That there is, you know, It's not like doing a law degree where everything's black and white. This is all so new, and, and I think it's the Nathan Huppets, the Sean's, the Timbo Reeds, <laughs> the Phil Lays. Well, I think, you know, you're, you're upside that are writing is huge. These books. You know, what, what you've got is that you've nailed the process of, of uploading and optimising products on eBay. Uh, there's this massive upside to what you're doing, which is starting to figure out what do I do with those 150,000 email addresses? What content yes. that I could be creating that engages these people so that I become, they're like, they can't live with, their, their fishing existence cannot live without me, you know, because <laughs> I've got videos and blogs and e-books and, and God knows what else. Maybe yes. even live events. You know, why yeah. couldn't Hooked Online and Sinker be running live events on this beautiful property of yours? I don't know. Who knows? Look, these are I've got so many things in the pipeline. The, the, you touched on it before. I've got to get my, you know, my family and, and work-life balance in check. That's my number one priority at the moment, hence I've moved. Um, and that's getting there. That's almost there. And then, as Sean would say and... and I think I even seen this in one of your um, videos on on your site. Mm -hmm. You know about concentrating more on promoting the business rather than running the business, and that's a good question you asked me earlier on about you know how do you keep your staff and and that's you know, staff love nothing more than to have their own responsibility without you know I don't if Lucas makes a mistake for example he's oh you know I've done, he's all nervous and I've done I said mate don't worry about it. Mm. You've just you've made the mistake. You've told me what impresses me the most is you actually know where you went wrong. Yeah. So it, it's a mistake. We're human. You know, yeah. Ring the customer. Say sorry. Fix do, it. Do it again and you're sacked. But yeah. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, 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 no. And, and look, we make very very minimal mistakes because yeah. we we've got all that down pat as in making sure everything is right. And again, Nito does that on our automated ordering system. It, it, it's quite hard. We're, we're also in the process of, of getting, you know, a, a scan pack system in place, which is all integrated with Nido. We've got a barcode Queensland customising a table and, and, and doing all that for us. Once I get away from, from there, then that's what I've got. To, I mean, I've, I can market like you wouldn't believe, as in that database I have is, is, is going to be so powerful. Hey, what a good guy Paul is. I hope you benefited from that. And uh, as I said at the top of that interview, you don't need to be an e-commerce business to um, see some value in the kind of marketing things that Paul's doing. I want to share my top three learnings. Thanks to the very good folk at keypersonofinfluence.com forward slash Timbo for your free Amazon bestseller. And here's another free book. 
head over to audibletrial.com forward slash SBBM and you can choose one of 180,000 titles. Got to love that. Now, my top three learnings. Number one, no matter what business you're in, get your fundamentals right when it comes to describing your products or your services. Clear pictures, consistent imaging, engaging unique copy, contact details, guarantees. Just make it really, really easy for people to buy from you through great descriptions. Learning number two, whilst we're on the business of making it easy for people to buy from you, consider adding an e-commerce component to your offering. It doesn't need to be for every product or service. Maybe apply the 80-20 rule where, you know, for 20% of the products that are generating 80% of your revenues, make them available online as well, all right? And it doesn't have to be products. That was a great example Paul gave of the seamstress, a service provider, loving that. Pity she didn't do it though. Learning number three. What products or services could you combine to create a more compelling offer? I liked what Paul was doing with the kids' fishing kits. So what can you combine? What can you package up to add a more interesting offer to what you've already got? So they're my three learnings. Hey, do you reckon I went a bit hard on the work-life balance thing? I don't think I did, but I would like to hear your uh, your thoughts. Hit me up on the show notes. What did you learn? What are you going to action? Smallbusinessbigmarketing.com, episode 275. Look forward to hearing from you. Winston Churchill once said, success is going from failure to failure without loss of enthusiasm. I reckon Sir Winston would have sounded a little bit more regal, a little bit more, yeah, posh, posh, when he said that compared to the way I did. But you get the idea of the quote. I like that. Never give up. Hey? Ever! Well, maybe if it's really not working at some point, you go, oh, well, I might make a slight pivot. Hey, uh, plenty of marketing gold coming your way. Next episode, we leave e-commerce behind and go to the other end of the marketing spectrum where I chat with a fellow who's New Zealand's leading rural publisher to farmers. And there is plenty of learnings for everyone. We're talking old school in your mailbox publishing. He's even received, how's this, Queen's honours for his work in that area. Yeah, he's good, real good. And I think he might be one of the older guests that I've had on this show. Hey, be sure to grab your free copy, hard copy, of the Key Person of Influence Amazon bestseller over at keypersonofinfluence.com forward slash Timbo. Free audio book over at audibletrial.com forward slash SBBM. Audio production for this show is done by my good buddy, Daryl Delirious Misson. Music bed created by Lockie, I want to rock and roll all night and party every day, Dolly. If you want to surround yourself with motivated business owners, then join the Small Business Big Marketing Forum over at crankmymarketing.com. And if you need a speaker for an upcoming event, I'm all yours, timreed.com.au. Until next episode, may your marketing be the absolute absolute best marketing. Bye for now.